What the hell is Alamo Heights thinking? Sean Rima, <laughs> 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And so knows the talk, uh, KTCA. I'm a Sean, a KTSA. And we're going to celebrate the Christopher Colombo all day long by talking in a cheap Italiano accent. Hey, Papa Vicio, here's what I think of you. Eh? Forget about it. Calazzone, Quanzetucci, Ciabella, Stramboli, Vivaldi. That's what I think of you. You know what? You keep your hands off of Christopher Columbus Day. You're going to be under a parking lot somewhere. All right? Would be a shame if something would have happened to that basketball team of yours. I'm now go home and get your shine box. Go home and get your shine box, Popovich. What an old fart. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty. What a grumpy old fart he is, man. Notice how red his nose is because he's hitting the sauce, drinking that expensive freaking wine he drinks every stinking day of his life. It's like being German and 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 being, having to love Hitler. Oh, 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 oh. Anybody got a corkscrew? A calzone, a Michael Corleone. I love a Christopher Columbus Day. He was Italiano. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with Alamo Heights? Why aren't they calling it Tonto Day like I told them to? You know what I mean? What an old jerk. Tonto Day. <laughs> I don't care if you're offended by that. You know, who cares, man? You know what I mean? It's called Columbus Day. Call it Indigenous People Day. Call it Wiener Dog Day for all I care. I don't give a crap. I don't got the day off. What the hell do I? Dennis is working. I'm working. We don't have no freaking. It's not like it's freaking Christmas, man. Holy crap. He just went on and on and on. It's Indigenous Workers Day. It's Indigenous Workers Day. Indigenous. It's Dungeness Workers. It's Dungeness People Day. <laughs> okay, Pop, we'll call it Dungeness People's Day. Will that make you happy? Will you be able to sleep at night now? Does he lie awake thinking about freaking Alamo Heights? <laughs> you know what I mean? Tomorrow I'm going to say something about Alamo Heights. What the hell's wrong with them? Who cares what you think? I mean, I mean, who cares? Who gives a crap what Greg Popovich thinks about anything? The Spurs suck. I haven't watched them in years, man. Well, I can't remember the last last time I watched them. Manu and and Tim Duncan were still playing, you know, and all the greats. Back when Popovich, still, you know, still cared about basketball. And you know what I like? What I don't like about Popovich, apart from everything, okay, is that he. He treats the press like crap. When they ask him a freaking basketball question, he looks down his old bulbous snoot at him. You know, like, oh, how dare you ask the great Greg Popovich a basketball question. Like, you, you, you little journalist, like, you know something about basketball. You know, he treats him like crap. But then when he wants to prattle on about Columbus Day, he loves a freaking press, doesn't he? At that point, he can't shut up to the press. Maybe it'll make national news. I bet I make the Drudge Report. You know, what an old fart he is. He really is. So we'll call it Hiawatha Day. Is that going to make you feel better, Pop? Hey, 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 hey. You know, I've actually been to a freaking sweat lodge. You ever do a sweat lodge, Dennis? Nope. I've been to a couple of sweat lodges. You know what you do? You get naked with a bunch of honkies and you sweat around the fire. And you talk about the grandfathers. You know, it's great. Costs you about 250 bucks. Two one zero five nine nine. I mean, I've done it. You know, I've been to a sweat lodge, but it was with a, with a bunch of honkies. That was uh, <laughs> that was during the days when uh, they had these these man weekends. You know, where men would go to learn how to be man men. You know what I mean? You talk about man stuff. You know, for like two days, and then you help work through your man issues. And it's sort of wrapped in a lot of Native American hocus-pocus. You know, it's not the real deal. I mean, I'm not a Comanche, you know, but I, it's just a bunch of naked white dudes in a, in, a, in a Hogan sweating their asses off. You could get the same thing going down to Gold's Gym and hopping in the sauna. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey. Uh. Or in a bathroom. Huh? Or in a bathroom. Or in a, Well, if you turn the hot water yeah. on, let it steam up for a little while. Yeah. It's, they're great for hangovers. Okay. Let me tell you something. If you are hung over, and the second time I went to a sweat lodge, <laughs> boy, was I hung over. 
and you just sweat that alcohol right out of your system, man. I didn't talk to the grandfathers. I didn't connect with the spirit world in any way, shape, or form, but I felt like a million bucks once I got out there, and I lost about three pounds. Hmm. Hi, uh, hi, uh, hi, uh, so who, I don't care what you, I don't care what you call today. Who cares? The fact that he, he sits and thinks about this crap so deeply. I mean, that, that interview went on forever, man. Didn't it? It's a long interview. That, he doesn't talk about basketball that much. Hey, uh, hey, uh, 210-599-5555. He is kind of getting the alky nose, though. You know what I mean? You know what the, about the, about the alky nose? Does everybody know about the, the wino nose? W.C. Fields had one, you know, where you have the blood vessels start busting in your schnoz because you're downing like nine bottles of Merlot every day. Pop's getting the nose. <laughs> All the Spurs credentials are going to be revoked because of me. I'm just saying, you know, he's getting he's getting the W.C. Fields nose there. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. For that. I don't know for, for how much he drinks. I don't know that for a fact. But doesn't he have a vineyard? Didn't he have his own freaking vineyard? That or I think he had a, a wine cellar. A wine house. cellar. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting the W.C. Fields nose. He's getting a little bulbous there, Pop. It's like saying you love Hitler because you're German. <laughs> <laughs> if his voice gets any lower, because you know, that's another thing, you know, when you drink a lot, your voice gets really low, gets you, gets your vocal cords get all screwed up. If his voice gets any lower, only dogs will be able to hear him. You know, that'll be a good day. Tonto Day. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Call it Indigenous Peoples Day. Call it Columbus Day. Call it Columbus Indigenous Peoples Day. I'm going to call it Tony Soprano Day. How about Tony Soprano? Well, you made a good point earlier in that, you know, it's really about Italian culture. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> People don't sit around and think about Christopher freaking Columbus. You know what I mean? No. You know, they don't. No. They don't sit. They think about eating some Italian foods and pasta. They watch The Godfather a couple times through, you know. But they don't sit around. I, 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 if you're Italian, okay, call me up and, and you tell me that on this day you sit around and contemplate the life of Christopher Columbus. Tell me. I dare you. God. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, play some Dean Martin later on, Chris, for all the Italianos out, all the paisans. Little Sinatra. Little Sinatra. Bobby the Boopy. Little Rudy Valley, huh? Bobby the Boopy. Bobby the Boopy. Bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. You know where that came from? Do you know where bada bing, bada boom came from? Anybody know? It's spacing me right now. James Kahn in The Godfather. Yeah. That that phrase had never existed. Yeah. He says, so you walk up to him, Michael, you walk up to him, you put the gun to his head, and bada bing! That's where that came from. And James Kahn wasn't Italian, he was Jewish. Did you know that? Didn't know that either, did you? <laughs> People sit around and think about James Kahn more than they think about J Christopher Columbus. Do you even know who that is? You don't. You don't know who James Kahn is, do you? Well, I'm not a big movie in oh. general. I you could even ask me about a current movie. I, I, Ooh. I have no clue about current stuff. Ah, that's not current. He's an old no, guy. No, I'm just saying in, in general. I, I, I know. I'm just yeah. messing with you. Yeah. Dennis doesn't know who James Conn was. Did you ever see The Godfather? Nope. I'm a bad Italian. Oh, you're a you're Italian too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're Italian. You've never seen The Godfather. Mm -mm. I told you I don't watch movies. Watch The Sopranos. You ever see The Sopranos? No. Oh, I'm not God. cultured. <laughs> it's Columbus Day. Now I'm embarrassed. I have to turn my back on you, Dennis. <laughs> Just two, two and zero. I'm to go work on my concrete in the back. Got going. My concrete overshoes. Two one zero. Man, I'm lit up today. I'm sorry. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Do you think that pa Greg Popovich is a cantankerous wine drinking old fart? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA. Before we go to Esteban, 210-599-5555. Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day? Chris brought up something interesting. It, it really is. It would be Indigenous People Day. It wouldn't be Indigenous People's Day. 
because people is already freaking plural. Right, Chris? You you can't have two peoples. <laughs> you can have two peepholes, but you can't have two peoples because it's already plural. And so if you're writing on your little Facebook posts, on your snotty little social media posts about this day, if you're writing, okay, I'm celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day, and you're spelling it P-E-O-P-L-E apostrophe S, you're an illiterate fool. Okay, there, I got that off my chest. Because if you do it that way, you're also saying that what you're, you're not saying that there's more than one people. You're saying the people own something because it's apostrophe S, which actually technically it would be S apostrophe, but you don't really need the freaking S. Do you understand? It's already freaking plural. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's Esteban. Happy Sanctimonious White Person's Day. <laughs> As far as Popovich goes, the second I heard that comment, I was thinking I'd like to see this white person on 400 acres of hill country land and see how long his white butt would survive. I want to know if there are any. I want to know if there are any teepees in Popovich's neighborhood. I have I have some coil tech and blood in me. I've worked construction in the hill country. And frankly, I'm thankful that there's air conditioning, there's running water, there's HEBs to buy your groceries, there's ice, there's refrigerators and freezers. That's right. So, well, so this whole this whole idea of indigenous people being exploited, there's a lot of Comanche that look very white because, you know, the white people basically had sex with. A lot of people. Hey, yeah, uh, hey, yeah. Uh, a lot of indigenous people got whited up. Yeah, got honky, uh, got so honkified. So a lot of white people really look, have a lot of indigenous well, blood. I'm there, there, I... There's also the argument to be, to be made that the Comanche lost a war. We yeah. fought a war. We fought a war. It was not just white guys roll in and take everything. It was a freaking war. The Comanche were badass. They were on horseback. They were badass. They were fierce-ass no warriors, and so what do we do? We killed the horses. <laughs> and, and there was no horse before the white person got here. I wonder how many of these ignorant people. So all these sanctimonious people with their smartphones, their <laughs> bottled water, their synthetic fibers, right. their lithium-ion batteries making their posting about Indigenous People Day are just a bunch of hypocrites. I concur. Thank you, Esteban. Thank you. <laughs> I just, you know, people who sit around and think about this crap, you know, mystify me. You need a hobby. You know what I mean? You, you, just, you need a freaking hobby. I'm not saying that the white man, you know, was treated, you know, the Trail of Tears is, is a horrible, horrible story. And the various massacres, no, nobody's, like, trying not to own that stuff. I personally don't feel responsible about it because I didn't do it. But... You know, this business of just sitting around and, God, worrying about what we call a freaking Monday in October is insipid, man. It really is. 210-599-5555, What we really need in this world is more menstrual equity. You know, that's, you know, well, here we are talking about Columbus Day, like it's important, and yet nobody's talking about menstrual equity. So when we get back, I'll talk about menstrual equity. Here's Debbie. Debbie, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Hey, you know what? Pop is ruining what everybody thinks of the Spurs. He started this <clears throat> way back with the Black Lives Matter. Mm. He, he's, he's gone off the deep end, and you're correct. He does have a vineyard. I think it's up in Oregon. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, he's uh, looking a little alcoholic-y, you know what I mean, with the nose. The nose is getting yeah. kind of big there. You know, he bought it soon after his wife died. Right, right. So, yeah, he's he's crazy. He's, well, you know, I stopped watching the Spurs. I don't care about the Spurs anymore, just because I am. Well, I, it got it gets tiresome again, and I appreciate the call. He does actively show or display a contempt for journalists when they're asking him about basketball. He treats them like crap. And then when he wants to prattle on about his precious political beliefs, well, then he can't get enough of the press. It's Chano. Chano, how you doing? Hi, good morning. How you doing today? Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? Uh, 
Lots of stuff. Much I can't say on the phone. But what, uh, what can you say? Good morning. Good morning. It's a beautiful day. So on Indigenous Day, um, I'm a sweat lodge leader. <laughs> Funny you mentioned that today. <laughs> uh, down in Laredo, Texas, and practicing sacred fire for over 18 years now. Well, this was more of a yuppie, uh, honky version that I went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wouldn't let you come in with a hangover because <laughs> it, could, it could hurt you. It could hurt you bad. The, the grandfathers might get jealous and give you a good uh, 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 slashing with sage, right? Right, right. Um, well, again, so, this was a yuppie, Caucasian version. No, 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 it's cool. It's cool because we have and I knew it. sweat lodges all over Mexico. Anyway, getting back. History. History. Columbus Day is part of our history. And there's a big movement to erase our history, okay? We, the indigenous people, my tribe, forgave all the past, right? Those aren't our sins from today. Right. It's part of our history of growth, of evolving. We're the youngest country in the world. We're the most powerful country in the world. We're the most beautiful country in the world. We have the most legitimate paper of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights in the world, and we can all do everything we want, I agree, man. I agree absolutely, man. Part of that is the division of the people that is being created by the leftless, right? Yep. So if, if we don't pay attention to the division, we can all unite, right? We can we can all have one sacred fire. We can all share one tackle. I, <laughs> I agree, man. Shadow, I got to run. I wish I could talk to you for a whole hour, man. Thank, Thank you so you, much, man. brother. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> we can all eat the same taco, man. Excellent. Some logic and truth, finally. 210-599-5555. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. You know, I was going to talk about menstrual equity here, but I'm going to put that off for a second. So I got to nerd out for, a little, for just a few minutes. Because two of my favorites are in the news today. Beethoven. I'm a huge Beethoven fan. Beethoven rocks, man. And they've discovered from his notebook bits of a 10th symphony. Uh, one of my favorite pieces of music is the 9th, uh, which is called, called the Ode to Joy. It was revolutionary for its time because it was the first time a symphonic work included choral singing. It was the first guy that ever did it. And, uh, you know, just a huge Beethoven fan. But I heard this is there's what there's a there's a, a, a miss uh, uh, or not a mistake, but Chris Chris is dancing to the Ninth Symphony. I can't stop looking at him. And he's singing through. The, I can hear him. You can hear him singing the Ninth yeah. Symphony through the glass. He's also a big classical classical music fan. Okay, it was actually Ludwig van Beethoven. Most people call him Ludwig von Beethoven, but it was actually van, the, uh, uh, because he himself referred to himself as von, but he wasn't. Uh, Vaughn connoted somebody of noble blood, and Beethoven's parents were commoners. So he was the, the van, that's the distinction. But most people don't know that because Beethoven himself pretended to be of noble blood and, and acted like he was his entire life, but he wasn't. Uh, his final words, the, the, he said two things. Because he always wanted to be accepted into the, into the king's court, and he never was. The Austrian king's court. And uh, uh, his final words were, the comedy is over. And then he, 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 they say that there's a clap of thunder. And Beethoven, still pissed off that he never got accepted in this, with his final breath, said, I, too, am a king. So I, I'd love to hear this 10th tenth, tenth, uh, uh, symphony or bits of it, or however they put it together. But there's a great movie. This is also an interesting story since I'm nerding out on Beethoven. Gary Oldman is one of my favorite actors. Chris, have you ever seen Immortal Beloved? Immortal Beloved came out in 1995, and Gary freaking Oldman played Beethoven. And he's brilliant. But the story is based on these love letters between Beethoven and this mysterious woman that nobody ever knew who she was. And so Immortal Beloved was kind of a fictional story about who she could have been. The movie was fantastic. But in 1995, they still didn't know who she was. But after the movie came out, just within maybe three or four years, they figured out who it was. Her name was Bretonia. Her last name was Bretonia. I can't remember the first name. And she was actually the wife of one of Beethoven's friends. 
And after that came out, the movie just freaking disappeared because everybody knew it wasn't true anymore. So there's some Beethoven nerdery for you. I love the pathetique. I love the, uh, the, uh, the, the piano sonatas, but the Ninth Symphony is just gorgeous. And another news story about one of my favorites, the Beatles. The Beatles. And that Paul McCartney, who's a fame hog, he's just, he loves himself, doesn't he? He just freaking loves himself. And he, he, he does an interview because he's got, right, Dennis? He's got a new record coming out, so he's doing an interview. And he wanted everybody to know that he did, that John broke up the Beatles. But any Beatle nerd that is over the age of 40, let's say, already knows that. That's, Lennon just popped into the studio one day and said, I want a divorce. Yeah, it's common. Not, Paul McCartney tossing it out there like nobody knows. Is just McCartney being McCartney. He just wanted to make it official. He wanted to make it official. Yeah. But, you know, if you've ever read, anybody who's read a book on the Beatles already knew that. But um, here's another a bit of nerdery. Do you know? Here's some Beatles nerdery. And then we'll talk about menstrual equity. Okay? One for the ladies. So call us up. Um, do you know that all four Beatles put out a solo record the year they broke up? Okay? McCartney did McCartney. Lennon did uh, Plastic Ono Band. George Harrison did All Things Must Pass. And Ringo Starr did a double album called Ringo. And do you know people expected the Lennon and McCartney records to be the best sellers? But George Harrison and Ringo Starr, those were two of the biggest selling records that year. And they were both double records because they never got, they never let them do, do more than one song on every freaking record. So Harrison had all this material. There, I'm done nerding out now. Okay, it's over. Okay, you can go back to your regular lives. And when we get back, it's Ludwig van Beethoven. When we get back, we'll talk about menstrual equity. I promise. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Beethoven was also a very unattractive, ugly little man, kind of a jerk. He was emotionally abusive to his own nephew, and he didn't like Jews. 210-599-5555. The <laughs> man, could he write a symphony? Uh, here's Carlos. Carlos, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Yeah, I just uh, want to talk about Popovich. You know? Greg Popovich. I, yeah. I went to go see the Spurs. I mean, I'm... I'm in my fifties. Uh, I Me saw the too. Spurs at, when they were playing at the at the convention center, right? And with uh, with the Iceman and Swen Nader, all them old guys. And uh, I mean, when I came back, I left for a period of time. And when I came back, and then I started listening to Popovich on the on the uh, after the games. I didn't care for him because he was always so condescending to the reporters. Yeah. And you know, but I mean, the bad thing is he was that way whether they won or lost. I can understand a coach being kind of snide if uh, if they lost. Yeah, you know, he was always a bit of a jerk to the press. When they're asking him asking about basketball, he treats him like crap. But when he wants to prattle on about his stupid political opinions, his moronic <laughs> worldview, then you know, then he loves him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he. I mean, he, he's right there, and he says, uh. Well, to what do you account the loss? Oh, well, they didn't do a good job. Thanks, Pop. And then on the next one, you know, when they win, he says, uh, well, uh, to what do you account this? Is a defense. This is, well, uh, they did their job. Dude, yeah, just a jerk. Why don't you freaking respect people for a change? I mean, he's... No, so but that's the thing. He loves the spotlight when he's talking about politics. Yeah. But when he... But, well, nor, he yeah, he treats, he treats journalists like hell. Oh, when he's uh, hugging on Clint on the Clintons or something, Ugh. you know. Oh, man. I wouldn't want to get that <laughs> slime on me. Ugh. I bet, I bet Clinton leaves a slick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to go, man. That's why they call him Slick Willie. It's a real doozy. Eesh, man. Ugh. Ugh. That guy. Two two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I was up at uh, I was up at Kinky's for a little bit yesterday. And uh, he's got a new record coming out, by the way. It's a, it's a great recording. It's he and Billy Joe Shaver doing a concert in Australia from a few years ago, and they've remastered it, and it's really good. 
So I was up there and, and uh, just I said that guy, his buddy Dylan Ferraro's Italian. Since you know, it's National Italian Guy Day. And I was his name's Dylan Ferraro. He's known Kinky for a hundred years. And I'm, Dylan and I were talking about the difference between this and that. <laughs> and Kinky had never heard that. And uh, you know that guy, that guy is positive. Like Dennis, you know I like that guy. Look at Dennis over there. That guy's all right. But this guy, this piece of crap, Popovich, this, pe- this Popovich piece of crap, this, remember that, this is negative, that's positive. This negative, that's positive. Gabish. Because <laughs> it's Nash- National Italian Guy Day. Oh, who doesn't love the Christopher Columbus? Oh, Calazzone, Stromboli, Antipasto, Colleone. Ravioli. Ravioli. Chef Boyardio. He's pop of show. He knows nothing. I, eh, I flick my teeth at him. <sighs> it's been a whole hour about Popovich and Beethoven. It sounds like a PBS show, doesn't it? Menstrual equity. Okay, we're going to talk about that. Talk about that when we get back. In California, uh, Governor Newsom has uh, signed a bill into law that was authored, I believe, by a state rep named Christina Garcia who refers to herself as the the period princess. Yeesh. I don't want to see the Disney animated version of that. Uh, and uh, and she uh, is, is the new law, in effect, in, in California that has to do with menstrual equity because, at least in California, dudes can menstruate. And that's really not that hard to believe, is it? You can kind of see that dudes in California probably menstruate. I don't menstruate, but I bet you those dudes, there's a lot of dudes in California that menstruate because it's California. So they have menstrual equity going down <laughs> in California. Yes, just percolate on this while we take a break. Period products in every public bathroom in California, even the men's rooms, because that's menstrual equity. I really don't want to see the riots for that, Chris. I don't want to see no menstrual equity riots. Yeesh. Only happens once a month. All right. We'll be right back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I think that particularly if you're vaccinated, but you can get out there. You're outdoors for the most part, at least when my children were out there doing trick-or-treating. Um, and enjoy it. I mean, this is a time that children love. It's it's a very important part of the year for children. I know my children enjoyed it. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, thanks for clearing that up, Fauci. Chris, did you know that apparently, according to Dr. Fauci, children enjoy Halloween? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Um, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Does that mean they like candy? Could be. <laughs> He's such a little DB. Anyway, um, 210-599-5555. Speaking of which, <laughs> sorry, menstrual equity. Uh, well, Newsom's got his, still got his gig. He, he didn't get kicked out for being a creep. Doesn't follow his own mandates. And on Friday, he signed a bunch of ridiculous bills in California, reminding us all why we live in Texas and not California. You have a woman, at least we suspect she's a female, whose name is uh, Christina Garcia. And Christina Garcia refers to herself as the period princess. Again, that's a Disney animated soon-to-be classic that I don't want to see. And she's fighting for menstrual equity. And so uh, in California, uh, this legislation was signed into law by Gavin Newsom, according to the Washington Post. Public schools with students in grades 6 to 12, community colleges, and the California State University system will be required to provide free period products in restrooms starting in the 2022-23 academic year. The legislation called the Menstrual Equity for All Act 
was introduced by Christina Garcia, a Democrat, a member of California State Assembly. And, uh, you know, the, the, according she tweeted, Christina Garcia, the period princess, tweets, Can't believe California is the first state, one down, 49 to go, challenging everyone to ensure products are as readily available as toilet paper. <laughs> it's, it's 2021, time to catch up across the nation. How do you how do you get to be that person? You know what I mean? And and plus, you know, you understand that it's not just like the little girls' bathrooms, it's the little boys' bathrooms too. College campuses, the men's bathroom will feature, you know, Tam Pons. And yeah, I said this on Where and Rima earlier. I don't know if you caught that show yet, seven to ten Monday through Friday seven to nine actually, Monday through Friday. That you know, you can you imagine being some nineteen year old dude? In, in 1944, and you're storming the beaches of Normandy. And then just to find out, you know, later that you stumble into a bathroom in a, on a college campus in California and see tampons in there. Wouldn't you be going like, what the hell? Yes, it's menstrual equity, and uh, they want period products to be as available as toilet paper and paper towels. In bathrooms, uh, in, in the school system, in the university system. And, you know, again, how do you, how do you wake up in the morning and that's your cause? You know what I mean? That's what you really want to fight for. You know what I mean? That's, that's your thing. You know, that's your, you're Don Quixote and that's your windmill, man. Tampon products, you know, period products in every bathroom in California. She see, this is a victory. This is a great victory for this woman. And I, I don't know, is there, I mean, Chris, is there such a thing as, uh, period products insecurity? I mean, is that something that, you know, that, are there tampon deserts? You know, I mean, I'm just saying. I figured that's when they're like wearing white pants on that. Oh, day. God. Oh, God. Chris. I'm just saying, is there a great need for this? I mean, I, I, no, I, 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 I've been in, I've known a lot of women over the course of my life. I've known a lot of women over the course of my life. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I have. I've, I've yet to meet, and I've met women of all economic strata. I just said strata. And I can't think of a single one of them that ever looked at me and said, I can't get any tampons this month. I don't know what I'm going to do. Do you know what I mean? I, it just seems like, they, I don't know. Anyway, I've made a few trips to the, to the, to the, you know, the store for them. I've done that. I've gone down that aisle. Well, I mean, I don't know why dudes get all messed up about it. Some dudes think that's gross. I'm like, well, it just means that you 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 have a woman in your life. You know, it's, it's kind of like that. It's not a bad. What the hell? If you're buying those, you're buying them for somebody. Well, maybe then, maybe not. This is the, this is the year 2021. You could be buying them for yourself because men can menstruate apparently in California. Oh, your mom could be young. Ah, oh, God. Oh, God. You had to bring mom into it. Thanks, Chris. Holy God. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, who sits around? <laughs> I want to think about my mom. Who, who sits around and thinks that this is the, there's this great injustice in, in America that I need to take on? Well, maybe that's it because you, like you said, you've been sent to the store before. You, I've been down that aisle before. So maybe this is for, you know, when the men get sent into the restroom, but hey, while you're in there, pull some strings. <laughs> Dennis is not going to be able to do his newscast. He's laughing so hard. I'm about to leave early. <laughs> that was a good one, Chris. Oh, God. I just, you know, this stuff gets so silly and icky. Can I just say it? It's silly and icky, icky man. It's just silly and icky. Why would any dude want to menstruate? That's all. Well, they're not really dudes, are they? Dudes can't. Okay, this is going to upset some of you liberal idiots who are monitoring this broadcast. There's a lot of liberal pukes that listen to this show every day because you secretly hate yourselves. All right? And you're just transferring that hatred onto me because I'm just speaking my mind. Okay? Dudes can't menstruate.
There are dudes that want to for some bizarre reason, but they can't. It's biologically not possible. You cannot give birth to another human being if you're a dude and you do not menstruate. You can get boobs. Okay, you can get, but they're not real boobs, I'm just saying. But you can't do that. Dudes cannot do that. Only biological women can do that. And most biological women I know would rather not do that. So why would... Anyway. Oh, God. Here's uh, Ted. How are you, Ted? Hi, Sean. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's not not equitable unless we get something, too. What do you mean? In the restaurant. Well... I mean, we don't have, like, regular guys don't have an extra thing that you get when you go to the restroom. So I think It's not really equitable because women are, well, no, they're going to put them in men's rooms, too. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. And so, But there should also now be something in the men's room extra for us. And I want one of those, um, I want one of those Best Buy dispensers, like at the airport, that has headphones and stuff in it. <laughs> I want a skill crane in the bathroom, okay? I want a skill crane in. Thank you for the. I want a skill crane in the bathroom that's Wait. got tampons. Oh, the crane's outside the toilet, right? Well, yeah, not in. No, no, God, no, Chris, God. Televisions. Some places already have those. We have TVs everywhere now because yeah. people never stop watching TV. We got TVs on the freaking gas pumps now, but they don't have tampons. I'm just saying. I want a skill crane. Let's just put a skill crane in every bathroom, men and women. Okay, there'll be some tampons in there. Maybe there'll be some soccer balls as well. You know, I, I don't know, little mini soccer balls. Stuffed animals. Stuffed animals. Stuffed animals hey, with tampons. It can double, you know. You know what I'm saying, and you just go for whatever you need. Condoms. You know, you just go for whatever you need. I hate everything, man. I really do. These are such stupid times in which we live. This chick sits around at night, stares at the ceiling going, how can I get period products in every bathroom in California? This is my quest. You know, holy crap, man. You need a hobby. 210-599-5555. Sounds like she has one. Well, you know, does she keep, like, the newspaper clippings of, like, her, her great period crusade, you know, like she shows the grandkids someday? This is when I got tampons in boys' rooms. Do you know what I mean? Get a life, sweetheart. And make me a sandwich while you're at it. Um, <laughs> 210-599-5555. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're going to take a little break. Rudy J coming up from ESPN. Maybe we'll ask him about this. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA at FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. 22 minutes after 10. Is everybody having a, having a good time? Uh, let's see a couple of little tidbits here. Um, and Oh, Rudy J is coming in from ESPN, the morning show with Rob Thompson and Rudy J. How are you, sir? What's up, man? How you doing? Not too bad. You good? I, well, I was just getting ready to say that uh, you know William Shatner. Are you a are you a Trekkie? No, no, no. I'm not, but I get it. I know it's huge. <laughs> it's bigger than me. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. Do you, I, do you like science fiction at all? Or is that your? The, I, I I do some sci-fi. Some right, right. some of it is a little bit too out there. I love. Is, it. Um, what's the little Stranger Things? Is that sci-fi? I guess that would be. I've never that's seen kind it. Of sci-fi, yeah, that's kind of right? sci-fi. Things? I don't know. I like. Well, I'm a Trekkie. I am. You're a Admittedly, okay. I'm a Trekkie. I've the movies, I, but I like the original TV show from the '60s, and I like the movies. Is a Mandalorian sci-fi? That's Star Wars. Is that that's not sci-fi, right? No, well, it is sci-fi. Yeah, okay. but, but Star Trek. So William Shatner, he's going up in, on this this Jeff Bezos rocket. Oh, really? He's going. He's he's ninety years of age. It's only right he gets to go though, right? He's, well, he's he made Captain cool. James T. Kirk, yeah. man. So he's going up. They 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 put it off for a day because of some bad weather. So on Wednesday, Shatner's going up. He says, "I'm." He's at a comic con. He says, "I'm terrified. I'm Captain Kirk, and I'm terrified to go to space." <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> they had a they had comic con here this weekend. Did they? It was this past week. One of them. Not. I, I don't think it was like the big right. one. But they had a comic. I've seen the guy from Cobra Kai was here. 
I've never been to one. You never been to Comic Con? I've always Me wanted neither. to go. I always see people dressed up. I was downtown one year for something. And then I just see all these people dressed up, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, it was a big deal. Like, the line was oh, wrapped yeah. around the building. They yeah. do it. If they do it downtown at the, was it the, what's that big building? <laughs> Conventions. Yeah. If they do it there, it's a big deal. They don't just give that I, to anybody. I've ne- I've always wanted to go to a Comic-Con, and I've never made it. And, you know, yeah. I just one, one time, because I'm also a big comic book guy. Really? I collected comics. I'm a nerd. Do you still have some? Yeah, I got my Spider-Man comics. I got all my Spider-Man comics. That's a in a box in a Corona bottle in a Corona beer box. Have you left them to someone? That's important. Well, I'm gonna have to split them up between my daughter and my wife. Okay, because they're both comic book nerds as well. So I think it's in my will that my (laughs) (laughs) yo (laughs) they get half. My wife gets half of them, and the daughter gets the other. But it's crazy you had the wherewithal to know to keep them. Like as a kid, like I kept them. Oh yeah, yeah. Except. I, you, you, after the, my first marriage broke up, now, you know, this is funny because this is how divorced guys live, okay? Okay. In the first few months after the first marriage broke up, I sold all my Superman comics because I needed money for beer and smokes. <laughs> Are you, did you get some good money for it, though? No. <laughs> I got ripped off. But I kept my, so I'm never selling my Spider-Man never. comics, but I sold the Superman, all my Fantastic Fours I sold. And I, I got just enough, I think, for some beer and smokes. Hey, man. You got to do, do what you, you got to do. do. <laughs> so how was your weekend, man? It was good, man. Yeah. I, it was a busy sports weekend, so I was oh, at right. home. Yeah. I was at home um, all day Saturday. Right. A big fight. But yesterday, my wife convinced me, oh, let's do Sunday fun day. It'll be good. You'll be okay Monday morning. I hate her today. Oh, why? What'd you do? Everything. <laughs> You know, and then that alarm goes off at four thirty, and you're like, "Dude, don't bo- don't ask me to do anything ever again on Sunday." <laughs> the kids are off. She gets to sleep in. She ain't got to take the kids to school oh. while I'm up at four thirty. So, so whatever, you, it's cool. You, you're dragging tail a little I'm bit. I'm dragging the day, man. But well, we made it through, man. Well, easy job. We got easy. Job. We do have easy jobs. Like I shouldn't complain. I I, I told you this once before that I, my wife, you know, works at a bank and she's on her feet all day. And I, you know, if I go home, I'm like, <laughs> oh baby, I had such a hard four she hours. She don't want to hear it. Running my mouth. So. She don't want to hear it. Rudy J, ESPN Morning Show with Rob Thompson, uh, seven to ten uh, Monday through Friday, and he also visits with us at uh, yeah. uh, at ten fifteen. Thanks, Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks, man, for coming by. Love you by. guys. Love you too, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yeah, I, I've always. Can I be honest with you too? Now, because haven't you ever wanted to go to Comic Con? Have you been to one, Chris? The cosplay chicks. Don't you kind of? And then we all want to see the cosplay chicks. I've always wanted to go to Comic Con just so I could see like the cosplay chicks, like. Is that is that make me a dirty old man? I'm just you know a little bit. Well, not just that. Well, I want to see like you know I want to see like <laughs> some chicks, some comic some Comic Con cosplay chicks in like Batgirl suits and. Well, and the cool thing is they usually don't mind if you take pictures with them. Yeah, pictures. Oh, I'm sorry. That'll be Do a you... test. That'll be a test. <laughs> pictures. This is my creepy voice. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. We are in the midst of the 14th annual Raul Jimenez Radiothon. It's going on through October 15th. We're doing delivery again this year. So we need your help. We fed about 10,000 people. You fed about 10,000 people for Thanksgiving yes, uh, last year. This year we're looking to more, more along the lines of 1,200, uh, 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 1,400 if we can. So we need your help. And we want to thank Ricky Smith. Uh, donated a hundred bucks. Valerie Shuttlesworth donated fifty bucks. Isaac Grover uh, donated seventy bucks. Thank you so much. You guys rock and you roll. So go to the uh, website ktsa.com and do what you can. Brought to you by Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat and AC, Wagner Hollick Custom Homes, North Park Toyota of San Antonio, and Conviva Care Centers. Um, we got Steve on the line, and he wants to talk about menstrual equity. <laughs> Out in California, they have a new bill that just passed, or Newsom signed it into law to make sure there's period products in all the bathrooms in the school system and the university system. Steve! Hey! Hey, Sean. Hey. Just a couple couple of quick things, man. First of all, why does Dr. Fauci have Halloween trick-or-treat 
age kids. I mean, did he marry his 16-year-old daughter and we didn't know about it? That guy's as old as dirt, man. He is. He's full of crap, man. He's so I, full I of crap. If I ever walk into a men's bath, bathroom and find pads or pull strings, <laughs> I will flush every single one of them down the commode. <laughs> this, this girl who's leading this charge calls herself the uh, the period princess. Isn't princess a, a type of female pronoun? Why why not just call herself the bloody bitch? No, okay, it. all right, Steve. I got to watch it there, man. Thank you. Okay, sorry. Oops. <laughs> we got to, I know we're having fun, but we also got to be a little, you know, cautious about how we frame things. Although I did get a laugh out of it. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. You know, and, and going back to Fauci and this, this nonsense about, well, I, I love that he's giving us permission to do Halloween for the kids. You know, that's great. Thank you, sir. This, th- these vaccine mandates, though, are really screwing things up. Uh, we, you got Southwest Airlines now is having all kinds of issues with pe- people. I guess they're on strike. They got a whole bunch of employees who are on strike about the vaccine thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, and there's a, we had a call on Warren Rima, or actually it was on the 550 KTSA morning news before I went on with Trey. And the whole vaccine thing, it's, it's become almost its own kind of cult. And we had a guy, or Trey had a guy that called up. And I, you know, we talk about this stuff. I'm not anti-vax. Don't get me wrong. I've been vaccinated, man. I haven't had a booster, but I've been vaccinated. I just think it ought to be your choice. I think it ought to be your choice. You know why? Because everybody's different. Medically, everybody's different. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, there's, you, you, you gotta, it's gotta be your choice because some people can't get the vaccine because maybe they're immune compromised. Maybe they, you know, if you've had certain kinds of transplants, you, you have to be careful about uh, getting the vaccine and it should be your choice. People are losing their livelihoods because of this thing. People are being kicked out of, kicked off of college campuses because of this thing. It's affecting the economy, and uh, I, I don't know why, and it seems to be a liberal pukish kind of a thing that these folks believe. They genuinely believe that if you make people do stuff by force of law, they'll actually do it. And yet we've had how many medical professionals leave the medical profession because of this vax mandate? Medical professionals who don't want the vaccine. But holy crap, Fauci, the great Fauci. So we had a guy, Trey had a guy call up, and I've actually talked, had somebody give, lay this trip on me too, that because we're not on the air every single stinking day and encouraging people to get vaccinated, we're killing people. This guy called up and said, why are you killing your own audience? You're, you're killing people, Trey. It's like, are you serious, man? Plus, we're not anti-vax. We're not going on the air and telling people don't get the vaccine. We're merely voicing the opinion that it ought to be your choice. And it ought to be your choice as far as your kids. But that's killing people. And let's see, Trey was also killing people because he wasn't just abiding by every single stinking thing that Dr. Fauci says. Dr. Fauci, who we already know, has lied under oath about uh, funding for the Wuhan lab, who's changed his opinions on mask wearing a thousand different times. Remember, Fauci originally was saying you shouldn't be encouraging people to wear masks because it encourages them to touch their face. Remember that? Way back when this thing first started. So why anybody would believe anything that Dr. Fauci has to say about anything is beyond me. But I guess if you don't, you're killing people. Dennis, merely by doing the, the riff I just did, I, I, people are just dropping dead left and right because of me. Yeah, I think we have a tally going. We got a tally. Is there a yeah. death toll on, on the show and how many people we've killed today? Yeah. So get a, think for yourselves, man. You got to think for yourself, especially these days, and not just when it comes to COVID, but with everything. 
because we are in a moment right now, and most of you know this. We're in a moment right now where the people who we should be able to trust to give us the actual information we need, whether it's about the border, whether it's about COVID, whether it's about the economy, whether it's about a multi-trillion dollar spending bill, they are full of crap. They are lying. And if you're not able to think for yourself and do your own research, then, you know, you're going to be screwed. You're really, seriously, in this world. Because there are forces at work right now that don't want you answering, asking questions, that don't want you contradicting them, that don't want you to be educated about what's going on, that want you to stay in the dark and be a mindless stooge. And Fauci's one of them. So, you know, if I'm killing people by saying I don't believe what Fauci has to say, well, then, you know, that's that's your, that, to quote the big Lebowski, well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> that's just like your opinion. 210 Oh, another, another great law in, uh, in uh, uh, California, gender-neutral toy sections, because that's... You know that was really keeping me up at night too. What do, what do little trans kids do when they go to go to the the Walmart? You know, and there's little boy toys over here and little girl toys over there. You must make them feel really bad. And so now in California, another reason why we don't live there is uh, all department stores, all retail outlets that have a a toy section, they now must provide. They can have a little girl section and a little boy section. But they must provide a gender-neutral section that is an equal mix of girl toys and boy toys. And that's where the little transgendered kids go, so they don't feel bad. (laughs) Is this really about the little kids? Do you think the little kids give a crap? If you have a little daughter and she wants a G.I. Joe... Wouldn't you just buy her a freaking G.I. Joe? Does it have to be in a... Isn't that more stigmatizing? You know, I don't believe kids can be transgendered, first and foremost. I just don't. It's more about mommy and daddy trying to feel important about themselves. That's really what it is. Look at me. I got a little trans kid. Aren't I special? But don't you think it's even more stigmatizing that... Let's just say for the sake of freaking argument, that your little boy actually does identify as a little girl, which I think is a bunch of crap anyway, but just for our conversation, let's say that's true. Well, your your little boy thinks he's a little girl. Wouldn't you want the kid just to go to the little girl section if he identifies as a little girl? Because now they have a special section for your kid, your little tranny kid. But, of course, certainly that in and of itself wouldn't be stigmatizing at all, right? I really do hate everything, man. I, the, 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 thing, the times in which we live are just stupid, stupid, moronic times, man. All right, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let's take a little breaky, wakey, wakey. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, is everybody having a good time? Phone lines, what a show. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. You want to talk about anything, any, any of the stuff, the things that we've talked about, Popovich going off on Columbus Day. Which was a big dealio. Uh, we got uh, Dr. Fauci saying Halloween's okay. We got the aforementioned menstrual equity in California. Uh, also, the uh, gender neutral toy aisles, uh, toy sections now in California. When did, answer me this, man, when did gender become bad? I, I, I never get an answer to this question, but it's, it's one of those most bizarre. When did gender become bad? When did having a freaking gender become a bad thing 
You know, it's it's strange to me, and I've said this before. You, your gender is just a biological fact. I don't care how you live your life, and I really don't care how you live your life. If you're a dude and you want to wear a dress, wear, wear a dress. But if you, you know, it doesn't mean you get to compete against women in women's sports. When did that become a bad? When did having an opinion about dudes not competing against women in women's sports become a bad thing? You have a stinking gender, man. You just do. It's you know, it's like saying. Uh, uh, my lungs are a social construct. My ass is uh, is patriarchal. <laughs> I just said that. Here's uh, Alex. Alex, what's going on with you? Oh, thanks for taking my call. How are you doing? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Oh, I you know, I was actually just walking through the toy section at uh, Walmart the other day with my kids. Right. And the Star Wars toys have boys. They have girls. The G.I. Joe toys, which miraculously have come out again, have girls and boys. He-Man, girls and boys. Right. What 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 constitutes a gender-neutral toy? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Lego blocks? I mean, I, I don't know. And who are the people that sit around and think of this crap? That's the other question. People like Popovich. I guess so. I, I guess so. One, com- one comment on Popovich. If he wants to stand up for everyone's rights, then, Mr. Popovich, why don't you stand up for women's rights and allow them on the Spurs, allow them to play <laughs> in the NBA? Right. He'd never do it. No. He He'd wants never to do it. Separated. Yeah. Separate but equal for Popovich. Yep, I agree, man. I appreciate the call. Yeah, you know what? What about a trans woman who, who identifies as a dude? Would you let her on the team? Pop? Chris, probably not, right? He's an old wino, man. He can tell by the nose. I'm just saying, you can tell by his freaking nose, man. All the broken blood vessels in his nose. Ooh, dude's hitting it, man. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just making an observation. 210-599-5555. If you celebrate Columbus Day, it's like because you're Italian. It's like it's like celebrating Hitler because you're German. And poor Dennis. Dennis uh, uh, over here. Dennis Foley is both Italian and German. Mm-hmm. So you've been doubly offended today mm-hmm. by Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I'm sorry. He's yeah. full-blooded Axis. <laughs> you like, you're, you're the Axis, but you're, you're German and Italian. And Irish. You got a little Spanish in you? What, what? I'm Irish. Oh, and Irish, too. I see. A little bit of French. A little bit of French. Dennis is a melting pot. Yeah. He's America. A, a fondue pot. A fondue pot. Lots I'll of make sausage. Some, I'll make you some kraut and pasta. <laughs> Sour kraut and pasta. How's that sound? <laughs> no, just, just bratwurst and Italian sausage. I'm done. <laughs> hey, it's also sausage pizza day. Yes. So you could be uh, multi-ethnic. Put some Italian sausage on there. Put some Wiener schnitzel on there. There you go. Okay. 210-599-5555. I actually love Wiener schnitzel. i got a buddy of mine who says... Randy, are you listening? Who says he he uh, can make the best? I love schnitzel. I don't know if I can eat it. I think I can eat. I think he said he could make low sodium schnitzel for me. But God, I love that stuff. That's good stuff. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Richard. Pretty good, Sean. Hey, uh, I want to dedicate this uh, uh, Indigenous Peoples Day to my favorite Indian tribe, the Karankawans. It lived along the Texas coast, who, by the way, were cannibals. So, uh, happy Karanka one day. Eesh. I don't want to know what they had for lunch. All right, man. Thanks for the call, man. Eesh. Ooh, ah, ooh. I don't want to see that on a pizza. Somebody's freaking toe on a pizza. I can get you a toe by five. I'm kidding. Be finger I, food. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Thank you. That was a good one. Finger food with real fingers. Hiya, hiya, hiya. Once again, at a National Columbus Day, we celebrate all the things of Columbus and all the things Italian. And we don't mention the Indians at all, the Indians. No, I don't care what the Popovicio says. Stromboli, spaghetti, calzone, colione. Um, well, I, I don't, I, can I be honest with you? I really don't have an opinion on Columbus Day. I'm Norwegian, okay? Until there's an international Leif Erikson day or an Ufda day, what do I care? I don't care what you call the damn holiday. 
They do celebrate that in New York, by the way. What? Leif Erickson Day. They have Leif Erickson Day in New York? Yep. There are Norwegians in New York? Apparently. I didn't know that. Oof, duh. I wouldn't want to have Lesfa on a pizza either. That'd be yeesh. Two ones. <laughs> what a ridiculous show this is. Here's Bill. Bill. Hey. Hey. I want. How you doing, man? I want to dedicate this day to my favorite Indian tribe, the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> <laughs> That's so racist, you cultural appropriator. There are no engines in Ohio. Anyway, that's it. By the way, Leif Erickson Day was Saturday. Oh, did I miss it? You missed it. Oof, da. I should have had some Lutefisk and some Lesfa. I actually, Lutefisk is a cold, it's a fish, and it's the most horrible tasting thing in the world. Norwegian food sucks. There, I just said it. I don't, I have no great love of Norwegian food. Because it sucks. Lesva is just basically a potato tortilla. That's all it is. Okay, that's the show. I'm done. I'm getting the hell out of here. Monday's over for me. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Thanks to Dennis Foley and for Don Morgan. Thanks for Rudy J uh, from ESPN. And, uh, of course, my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.